You want Philly Philly? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. It's easy to sum it up. We're talking about practice. Because it's about as casual as it gets. What's the problem now? That's a clown question, bro. I think we ought to turn to be in at least. World champions! Start playing with some jam in here. Let's go. Philadelphia, looking as only you can look. Woo! Here we go, here we go! Presented by sixpackcoverage.com, La Terrain Watches, TheMonkeysUncle.net, Back to 99 Productions, and it's powered by StreamYard.com and Spotify for Podcasters. I am one of your hosts, Eric Perigini, and we have here all oh, Big Daddy Chris Lamb. Eight and one, baby! <laughs> Uh yeah, I could I couldn't find my El Luchador mix, so I went with my wife's cowboy hat, which clearly doesn't fit my big noggin. So that's that's uh, great. Uh, so, so we we have a little bit of a of a game to talk about. Well, I mean, obviously the big news is Dallas signed Martavius Bryant today. I did see that. I saw that they were bringing him in for, for a, a look. And uh, okay, well, I mean, I guess that Brandon Cooks thing is uh, really working out for them. So they so they bring in the guy that's been suspended for seven years. Yeah, I feel like how long's how long's he been out of the league? I honestly don't know. I really don't know. I, but I, the I only mean, thing the kid, I remember about him, he made that ridiculous catch with uh, one. From Ben Roethlisberger years ago, and that's it. That's all I remember. Yeah, yeah I mean, the kid, uh, well, they have to see what he has left in the tank. Um, I think he's been out of the league at least two years. I mean, again, I could be wrong, but, I mean, I feel like yeah. I haven't heard his name in forever. Oh, my God. Ew, take it off. So, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but as you can see, you know, um, Got my hat. <laughs> uh, the my last hat. time he, the last time Martavius Bryant played in the NFL was in 2018. Oh my goodness, that was a long he time played, ago. <laughs> he played for the Toronto Argonauts, which is clearly the CFL. Right. The Massachusetts, the Massachusetts Pirates, which is an indoor football team. The Edmonton Elks, another CFL team. I think he was in the XFL too. No, and then he was in the SCFBs, which is a professional indoor team that is controlled, fan-controlled football league. Hmm. How about that? Well, I guess he was the biggest name. I guess. So <laughs> let's let let let's let's get to the topic of hand. Um, we have uh, 
we will have Greg, who was on uh, earlier this earlier. Well, not earlier, but he was on last week. Um, yeah, he was on our show leading up to the game. Yes, um, and he's 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 going to give his opinions, and I'm going to come right out with the most obvious thing to talk about. I don't care about the officiating. I don't care. I'm glad it went the Eagles' way. I've never seen so many babies cry. Like, they're actually worse than we were on the Bradbury hold in the Super Bowl. And, you know, it's, you know, like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I told multiple people, if you can admit that Anthony Hitchens committed pass interference against Detroit, if you can admit Dez didn't catch it, if you can admit that the Eagles clearly uh, recovered the ball against uh, Dallas in 2018 and Dallas Goddard didn't commit pass interference, I'll complain about the officials. Now, why are you bringing that stuff up? Why are you bringing that stuff up? It's the same shit. You want to complain about the officials, you got to go both ways. I don't care. I'm glad it happened. And it couldn't have happened to a better fan base. Oh, yeah. They're, I mean, hey, you can say they can say what they want about us, but the way they have been the last, well, for a long time now, let's put it that way. Like you just brought up all these scenarios about them, you know, you know, oh, well, you know, whatever. Everything was great for them when the calls went their way. Don't get me wrong. In this game that we just saw the other night or the other day, you know, both teams had bad penalties called against them. They also had penalties called against them that were deserving. But, I mean, I'll admit it. You know, calls did seem to go one way, and the amount of people, I mean, literally crying on on Twitter before we got banned. Um, we had a 12-hour ban. We had a 12-hour ban. You know, I apologize for that. That was my fault. Normally, it's you, but it was it was. But I'll take I'll take it on this. I, I, I well, hold on, hold, hold on. It was after I maliciously attacked them, and then you came in. For the tag team, and Elon's like, "You're gone." Yeah. Oh, these guys from Philly have to be quieted for twelve hours. Yeah, I mean, like, I didn't think it was so bad to tell the Dallas fan base to jump off a bridge and take Skabalis with them. I didn't think that was a bad thing, but apparently, Elon, the the snowflake Musk, did. So uh, whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> but hey, look, it. I'm going to say it again. It eight and one, they. They won. They're putting a stranglehold pretty much on this division. And I believe Greg said last week, you know, that if if that Dallas lost this game, that he felt the best that they could do when it came time for the playoffs was the fifth seed. I mean, did you see the stat about – I'm trying to see where it came out. If – even if oh, – I forget what it was now. I usually have this stuff ready to go, and I, I don't have it tonight. I apologize. It was some kind of a stat that, like, if if uh, Dallas went, like, 5-4 and four the rest of the way and, and the Eagles lost it, like, they still couldn't win the division. And I was like, I don't understand that because it's, it's not over yet. But, like, whatever. Um, no, I mean, look, there were some things that the Eagles, you know, got exposed on. Um, I'm not afraid to say that. They, they got exposed on a couple of things. Um, I still want to know what – Robinson was doing uh, with that third and three instead of just running the ball or hell a tush push or two tush pushes or, or a, a quarterback draw. What? No, no. You, so you brought up tush push. 
that's another thing that's making me mad. I, the amount of people that were screaming, screaming about All that. Right. I am going to play a clip. It is the Dallas I I Radio. And yep. I got it from Nick Pizzioni, whatever his name is, off of Twitter. And this is this is pathetic. This is absolutely pathetic by the Dallas fan base. Or not, I can't even say the fan base. By the, the radio announcers. It's a disgrace. Yeah, it's third and one at the 22. Is this going to be their quarterback sneak? It's going nice. under center. And yeah. they never go under center. Always yeah. look for something off of this, though. Something other well, than Well, the yeah, they did that with Swift yeah. last week. But there's the push. And uh, it's close, but I think he got the first yeah. down. No, I don't think they've used it and not gotten it, have they? No, no. You know, Stephen Jones is on the competition committee, right? He's got to stand up in that room and say, we need to ban this. <laughs> He's not against we, it. We need to. No, you got to play Philly twice a year. you got to play Hurts. You might even see him a third time. You get up there and you say, this has got to be, this is not football. Right? Well, that's. My view, but I mean, they're in the division for goodness sake. First and 10 at the 24. So, for everybody who will be listening, I have my Eagles glass and I'm pouring the Dallas tears into the Eagles glass and I'm going to drink it live. <laughs> well, now here's the thing that I, that I don't get these guys, like all the people that scream that it's not a football play, that it's not that it is not a football play. What do you guys think about the victory formation? Is that a football play when they essentially lose yardage by taking a kneel just to run out the clock? That's not to me that's not a football play, but it's been widely used forever. Forever. The league is 104 years old. And all of a sudden now people are going to start complaining because the Philadelphia Eagles are running this one play so much that nobody can stop it. But learn how to stop it. That, that's all it is. You know what's a football play? When you have contact with other bodies and you and you go to the ground. That's what this is. It's no different than any other play that the NFL runs. I hear people talking about it's a dangerous play. Well, so's going over the middle if you're a, if you're a slot receiver. I don't. I, uh, so is stiff arming a Cowboys defender, and then that Cowboys defender bringing you down and tackling by your arm and breaking your forearm. That's a dangerous play. Uh, apparently not because it's one-sided. I mean, you know, oh, the Eagles got all the calls, so let's break an arm. Nah, the, the, nah. Hor the, the horse collar is a dangerous uh, play. Like, it break, like, it's just, like, it's, like, it's ridiculous. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I, the, the tears that they are doing is, it's hilarious. Like, I love it. Um but I just I don't get it. Like it, it again, it goes back to if you're going to ban that play, then you can't hit the offensive player as a lineman or a wide receiver or a running back who has the football after a five yard gain or a sixteen yard catch. You know, that's it. The play's done. Like you can't come up and hit you can't come up and hit other players. Yeah, I mean there, there's just so much that people are complaining about now and I just find it laughable that the Eagles do do something and it's it's the end of the world that nobody can stop them. And let me tell you, the Eagles haven't had like what they they haven't had like a full offensive line in a couple of weeks. They've had injuries. 
and they still right. are running, and they're still running this play at a high rate, and still being effective at an even higher rate. So, I don't, I don't maybe get a he, maybe maybe get a quarterback who isn't a bitch. Well, yeah, I mean, get get a quarterback that get that can dead that can uh, what deadlift uh, six hundred pounds. You know who's got yeah who's got who's got thighs like friggin' Superman. I, I mean that that's what. That's what the play is. That's how it works. Like you're not going to see Patrick Mahomes or Justin Herbert being able to do that play. No, honestly, the players who really need to do it is like the players like Dak and Josh Allen, like the guys exactly. who were built for that. But they just yeah, they fail. They fail. They fail. It, they fail. Like it's like and and you got to sit there and wonder: Does Jeff Stoutland have so much to do with that? You know, does Jeff Stoutland go to another team and teach it? Like you don't know. I mean, it, it's a good possibility, you know, that if he went somewhere else, that they would be able to run that play just as effectively because there's something about it that he's he's figured out and has used it and used it well. Um, but, yeah, there's uh, the amount of crying. And I, I saw it this morning or yesterday morning. I, I didn't get a chance to, uh, to save the video because, you know, we got banned. Um, but it was a Dallas Cowboys fan, and I mean just going berserk over the tush push. He he calling the Eagles cheaters, all everything. I'm like, okay, you know, like whatever. You know, maybe don't 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 call us cheaters because they're not cheating. You're like you're and, and and can we talk about how inept at making clutch plays Dak Prescott is? I mean I mean, they turned him into a helicopter, which <laughs> Chris is like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> but you got is on the field numerous times today on fourth down. What an effort, though, by your quarterback. Yep, that's me. You're probably wondering how I ended up in this situation. Now this is a story all about how my life got twisted turned upside down. Just sitting right there, I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel-Air. I threw so much of a massage. Oh, Stompy Yard just got me. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like, I love it. Um, you know, yeah, Jesus Christ. But yeah, it's you know, you sit there and you and you talk about Dak and you know it was Dak was eight and three. Um, you know, he lost that game. The, the Dallas lost that game on on Sunday, but Dak was the best player on the field. Um you was he the best player on the field? Uh, he didn't make the last play, so I'm gonna say no. He played a really good game. He Dak stepped out a of bounds. He, but he stepped out of bounds. Um, you know, they, they want to blame that they want to blame Ferguson for the one touchdown that you know that got called back on Shoemaker, and they want to say that so and so tackled Shoemaker, Blankenship tackled Shoemaker before the play. I'm just gonna read off some games. Um 10 30 2016. Dak beats the Eagles. Dak was 19 of 39 for 287 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Wentz was 32 of 43 for 200 for 202 yards and one touchdown, no turnovers. You know, like we pick and choose. You know, uh, 
the, the, the December 2018 game. Dak was 42 of 54 for 455 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions. You know, Wentz was 22 of 32 for 228 yards, three touchdowns, no turnovers. That's the game we lost in overtime. You know, was Dak the better player on the field? His stats say he threw 400, 455 yards. He also committed two turnovers. That was the game where the officials were absolutely terrible for the Eagles. It's, it's when you pick and choose the goalposts you want to move. I'm going to debate you. And shout out to Wentz for getting signed by the Los Angeles Rams today, which is just wild. <laughs> uh, oh, that that is wild because I, I told you today, like how ironic is it that now the, the Los Angeles Rams have um had Jared Goff, the number one pick, and now Carson Wentz, the number two pick from that draft. I just find that hysterical that they now have those two guys and I mean, and don't forget it, they have and Matthew Stafford was the number one pick for the Lions, and last year they had Baker Mayfield. It was the number one pick of the Browns. This is wild. I mean, dude, they have all these all these number one picks that that play at the one position. But I mean, if you think about it, like how good of a position is that for Carson Wentz? I mean, Stafford's like he's not anything like he used to be. It seems like he it seems like the Stafford from the Super Bowl year, which is only a couple of years ago is literally gone. It's like Matt Stafford has just lost it, and he's getting hurt yeah. all the time now. Yeah, a, a lot of that has to do with his offensive line. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Yeah, so, yeah. You, listen, I don't I don't fault the Rams. They went all in. They won a Super Bowl. That's all that matters. That's all it comes Eagles, down to. Eagles went all in. Um, uh, You know what? You're right. I, I think Carson deserves another shot. I'm oh, sorry. Oh. Actually, I just Are we it. both – we're both clicking on it. <laughs> You oh, hold on. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. I mean, he's right. I mean, he. Do, I think he deserves another shot. But oh, geez. I have yeah. said this. I am. Yeah. I have said this. I have said this. <laughs> and and I I will stand by it because the only reason that people like Notre Dame is because they were the only team that was on. They were the only team that was on TV. That's it. Right. That's it. And, I, and listen, I don't care. I like I like breaking balls. You know, yeah. put it this way. I hate Penn State more than I hate Notre Dame. I, hate it. I so. can't stand Penn State. Yeah. I almost got – dude, this past Saturday, I almost got into it like a little seven-year-old. He saw me wearing my Eagles hoodie, and he told me I should be wearing a Penn State shirt. Meanwhile, he's wearing a yellow shirt that says – that. I was like, oh, yeah, how come you're wearing a Maryland shirt? This is in Maryland. I was like, shut up, kid. I told I told a seven year old to shut up and go back into his house. That's like that's that's how ready I was for the Eagles game. Like, I didn't care about Penn. I never cared about Penn State. They suck, and they suck. But yeah, obviously, you know, the big talk was was the officiating and everything else. Um, listen, the Eagles committed ten penalties for ninety eight yards. Yeah, it's unacceptable. Uh, you know, the Cowboys committed ten penalties for eighty three yards. You know. Uh, the I heard they want to they want to they want to they want to make this illegal catching. The throw it again. Four man pressure. Hurts going deep for the end zone. Devontae Smith has got it. Touchdown, Philadelphia. Elite illegal catching by the Eagles. Illegal catching. <laughs> illegal catching. 
So the wide <laughs> receiver's easy. not a so, – oh, I, okay. I was like, wait a minute. You're no, telling me they were banned? Okay. I was no, like, oh, It was a joke. I was like, it's illegal catching. Oh, you know, right, all, well, you I'm know, to come through this computer and smack you. No. And, you know, what's funny is, is when we talked last week, we both said that, you know, me and Greg and you and Jacob agreed that it was going to be a high scoring game. Um, and that, you know, basically the quarterback with the last possession would have won the game. And the, de- the defenses would have, you know, each made, made a turnover. Technically, the Eagles won the turnover battle because they made CeeDee Lamb fumble in the final play of the game. True, very but, true. You, you know, it's nobody turned it over. Like Dak didn't turn it over, and Jalen didn't turn it over. Yeah, but you know, with that being said, I just think the Eagles made more plays. You know, it's it would from the tush push first down, the tush push touchdown, to Dak standing to stepping out of bounds, to you know getting tackled on the one. The only thing I can say that I, if I'm really going to point out anything. Is the sideline refs were absolutely horrendous this game? Oh, they were terrible. Horrendous. Like it was always like, yeah. I mean, listen, that yeah, it, it, we lost to the Jets. You know, at that point, the Jets were playing at a somewhat high level. Their defense was, defense. and you know, we we caught we we caught them at a bad, you know, at a bad time. You know, it is what it is. You know, we're eight and one. It would have been weird for you know. I couldn't imagine us being nine and zero. That would have been a weird, because then the talks would have been about undefeated, and I just wasn't ready for that again. Yeah, but imagine this though: they could be nine and zero if yeah. if they didn't if they didn't have that that crap game versus the Jets. They could have been nine and zero, and how absurd is that? Because the best part about that, it, I mean, even at eight and one, but if they were nine and zero, they haven't even played their best football. That's that's the scary part. I mean, now you're not only the number one team in the NFC, but you're the number one team in the NFL. And you're you're at eight and one. They they could have very easily been nine and zero. Oh. And if that had happened, I probably would have been crap in my pants because I was literally like, man, this is nuts. I mean, but yeah, it's they haven't played their best football. I mean, they're getting better in some points and everything, but literally eight and one, and they haven't played their best games yet. They haven't. Well, let's cut the commercial, but before we do this, I accidentally played this in the beginning, and this is for my fantasy team, which Uh-oh. is currently one and seven. Hey, hey, you want these? I don't want them. What? I. I <laughs> uh, oh, that's so funny. So, cut the commercial. Go to lottery. Yeah, man. Where are we at? Here? See you. See you in forty seconds. <laughs> Where is it at? Well, you'll see some little bit more than that. I thought you had it ready to go. I'm trying to find the damn commercial for it. Here it is. Got it. All right, everybody, and welcome to the Lot to Rain commercial. They say every watch tells a story. Family. Moments. Lifetimes. With Lot to Rain, this is a watch that spans generations, not just from where it came from, but for where 
it will go. Knowing one of these, having one of these, is what? Being a professional, being casual, and being you is all about. From our family to yours, La Terrain. There we go. And thank you to our sponsor of La Terrain Watches. And back to segment two now of the Philly Philly podcast. So we got our Dallas guy coming on in a, in a couple minutes. Uh, yeah. So we're just waiting for him to come back on. Um, so let's 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 go a little off division. Uh, okay. Uh, off the Eagles. Daniel Jones, man. <laughs> Tour his ACL done for the year. You know. And then, uh, you know, they have Tyrod Taylor, who's on IL as well. So yeah. now you have Danny DeVito's little cousin, Tommy DeVito. <laughs> Dallas may score 75 points on them next week. Yeah, that's – yeah, I mean, they have – no. they literally have the, the kid at the, the bagging station for the for the Acme playing quarterback for them. Like, this is, this is terrible. Um, Which is weird, and you know what? It goes to show maybe you, maybe the Giants should have signed Carson once, right? Right? Maybe they should have. You know, I mean, there, there's there's plenty of guys out there, and maybe they should have signed Carson once. You're exactly right. I mean, like I I thought it was a travesty that he wasn't getting at least a shot at a backup role at all at the beginning of the season, and to wait this long for him to get onto a team, it's it's kind of it kind of shows you like what the like, like who would have thought with Kyler Murray being out that Josh Dobbs would have played as you know as as decent as he has. I'm not going to say as good as he has because he doesn't have a lot of wins. He's just had some decent games stat wise. But how about but him he got, in Minnesota? Exactly. I was just going to say he gets traded. Doesn't know or the on play Tuesday. <laughs> gets the traded quarter, on a Tuesday. Their new quarterback gets murdered at like the three yard line. Hey, did you see the hit? Yeah, he got destroyed. Yeah, he's, he's still on the ground, and yeah. uh, they're like, and you know, they're looking at them, and then uh, you know, next thing you know, you know, they bring in Josh Sobs, and he leads them, and he le- and he reads, and he's you know gets the last throws the last touchdown of the day. Yeah, I and mean, for him, and. CJ Stroud. What a day. That kid had a day. Absolutely that kid had a day. And I I couldn't be more happier for him. I mean, that was a kid I'm, I was pretty high on when he was coming out. Like I, I was higher. I, I have to say, I was more on um, Bryce Young than I was CJ Stroud. But man, CJ Stroud is just. Dude, he's on he's he's on pace to break the the record of only like of like one one interception on the year for a rookie. He like he he is balling and yeah he is. You know it was it was Bryce Young was Bryce Young is out of Ohio State right? Yes. Where's Stroud out of? I forget. Where was he out of? I forget. Oh, crap! I'm gonna have to look it up now. I, I totally forget where he was out of. I mean, for you? I oh, really uh, do. 
All right, we got. So no, it was no. The CJ Stroud was out of. Bryce Young was out of Alabama. Alabama, that's it. That's what it was. Bright CJ Stroud was out of Ohio State. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's that's crazy. Like it's it's on there. Oh, I know. Shut up. I I I, I got a brain fart, Greg. Bring them on. All right. <laughs> He's like, bring them on. All right. So with that, everybody, uh, you know, we had this gentleman on last week. He's a, a good friend of ours, a friend of the show, personal friend of ours, and literally one of the most down-to-earth and most knowledgeable football guys we know, Mr. Greg Markowitz, Dallas Cowboys fan. Greg, how you doing, pal? Been better. Been better. You know, so. <laughs> oh, my God. Get that. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I regret this decision. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised he didn't have a Stephen A. Smith video waiting to go for you when you came on. If Stephen A. just well, left, ideas, he'll disappear and come back with one. <laughs> oh yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, so I just, uh, you know, I just want to, I want to play something for you. Oh boy. Yep. Defense is on the field numerous times today on fourth down. What an effort, though, by your quarterback. Yep, that's me. You're probably wondering how I ended up in this situation. Now this is story all about how my life got twisted upside down. And I want to take advantage of sitting right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bella. <laughs> all right. All, all jokes aside, all jokes aside, you know, I, I said it earlier. Dak Prescott had a hell of a game. Like he showed, you know, at least for one game, he showed he can star in the bright lights and against a good football team. Yeah, listen, that might have been the best He's, game of his he, career. Anybody who thinks he's the reason they lost, you know, you know, I, I, I sit there, I keep it real. Anybody who sits there thinks he lost, you know, it just doesn't know football. You're, you're, you know, you signed Martavius Bryant, and the first reaction was, can he play right tackle? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think, I think Karen Steele's hurt. Uh, that's he the only explanation be. as play because. That was the worst I've ever seen him play. Even when he was like an undrafted rookie, like second stringer, like subbing in out of because of injuries, he never had that bad of a game. And you look at how the rest of the line played collectively. That's what really. So Terrence Steele, twelve total pressures, four sacks. That's a lot. <laughs> no other lineman a gave up a sack, and I don't think any of them had more than three pressures given up. So, well, the Eagles had the Eagles had five sacks, unless like one of those sacks is one of those Fugazi running around sacks. It could have been okay. I, I thought you guys only had four. No, we had five. Now, it, it, you know that was like the big thing because I think you we had five, you had two or three, and, and like I said, you know, it's it literally came down to what you can't do at the end of a game like that. You can't that can't get can't get sacked like that. 
But if Dak would have threw the ball away, it would have been a fumble or something. It would have been worse than the sack. So, you know, it's you, you, you had your commentators killing Dak because he didn't throw the ball away. What was he going to do? He had no time. It, zero time. I mean, the commentators, Greg Olson was killing the entire second to last drive we had because he said we were moving too slow. And I agreed with him. Um, listen, you got to score quick there. Your defense is playing good enough um or if you get down there close with more t- time on the clock you at least kick the field goal and then you go yeah back I mean, and do it again yeah you know like yeah you know, obviously you would take you know the i would i would hope that the eagles would approach it differently in a two-point game as a five-point game because you know at that point you know it's one thing when you have to score a touchdown you had a little bit of faith in your in your defense, but when you just have to come down and get a field goal, it's, you know, it you play differently. I mean, l- let's be realistic. I think the play calling killed you. You were three separate trips in the fourth quarter alone. You were inside the 10 and came in way with zero points. That's, that's a, bana- that's an insane yeah. stat. That goes down the play calling. We got, you know, the, the quote unquote haters of you know, the people who hate Dak and sit there and blame Dak all they want. That's Blake Holm. I'm sorry. And delay of game. Again, that just goes back well, to the pen- I was just going to say the penalties. Penalties, pre-snap penalties killed us. That's been the problem. I mean, that's really been a McCarthy problem. Garrett, that was one thing we were a little bit more buttoned up on was the, la- you know, penalties. But, yeah, I mean, listen, I said this last week. There was something that we needed to have happen in order to win. You remember what it was or no? Turnovers. Yeah, we didn't get one. We and we fumbled it three times. Yeah, uh, technically, it, technically we won. The, if you look on the stat sheet, you know, the CD Lamb fumbled on the last play. They counted that as a fumble as a fumble loss, which is I don't understand how. All right, but you know what I mean. Like when the game's no, I know, I know, I know what you mean. Like that, and that's what I said. I said. Not one turnover was committed by either team, which is crazy because um, Swift ran into A.J. Brown. I don't know how Miles uh, had Park- Parsons wasn't there to pick it up. Then the other one that DeAndre Swift fumbled, and he and he caught it like it just he fell on it again. Fell on, and then yeah, he just bounced right for. And then the other one, the the Jalen Hurts, where the guy just beat the right tackle and just swept that out of his hands. And it just bounced in front of him. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's crazy. And then that's what I said we needed. We needed to steal possessions. Don't and because we didn't steal possessions, that we, we weren't going to win that game in Philly. Now, if you told me we lost going into the game, I would have I would have assumed it was like Dak didn't play well. Uh, I would have – I was kind of – I guess what I wanted to see, I did see this. C.D. Lamb had another monster game. What do you have, like 190 mm-hmm. yards? So he I had 11 catches for 191 yards. He had 15 targets. Listen, I'm just, I'm, I had him in fantasy, so I know his stats. And I was, I was happy they held him out of the end zone, and I was even happier that they were letting the third string undrafted rookie Eli Ricks cover him because <laughs> yes, yeah. like, like I don't, I, it goes, like, I don't know where the coaching was for the Eagles on that side. He was killing us. 
So, I mean, I need to see him show up in one of the bigger games because obviously the Niner game, he expressed frustration that he didn't get the ball and he wasn't a factor. Um, so I need to see him step up against you guys in a hostile environment. So I saw that. Um, listen, I, I still think it's a long shot to do any better than the five seed at this point. We needed that win. Now, you guys have less of a gauntlet than I think people are saying. Like, Miami and Buffalo are highly beatable. Anytime they play a good team. Listen, I you're right. Miami beat Miami. We beat the Buffalo is very beatable, and I think Seattle is very beatable. Listen, anybody who sits there. So Kansas, you go to Kansas City first. That's going to be a tough one at Kansas City. I, I need to. I, I don't even know what the line is, and I'll wait to see. But it, it's they're both coming off a bye. Right. So and, it's it's, it's got to be a seven point favorite for Kansas City, right? Or is it going to be a push? Uh, no, I'm going to say four, four and a half. Because the Chiefs haven't been scoring a lot of points. Now, their defense is something else. That I, if I'm not mistaken, Andy Reid is pretty damn good coming out of a bye, just historically. I think he's got like one loss since he's been with the Eagles, which is insane. <laughs> so, and, and the fact that this is an arrowhead. Tough place to play, primetime Patrick Mahomes. I, I don't see you winning that game, barring an injury maybe to Mahomes because that's they only go as far as he goes on offense because their wide receiver core is average at best. Right, and I what did I say last week? Ferguson had to have a big game, and he had a huge yes. game. Had a massive <laughs> well, Let's see what we can do. It. And then what do we say about, um, you know – now that now now we have to face Travis Kelsey, yeah, uh, yeah, betting, yeah, they don't, yeah, the line isn't up or anything. So I thought maybe no, they they're not going to do up. that because there's question marks with who's hurt. Like, is Hurts 100 yeah, percent healthy? Um, yeah, you know they they'll wait till at least after this week. Um, but but uh, you know yeah. I, I also said I was also said if we stopped the run game and we're like oh we're gonna have to force Dak to pass oh, that shit didn't work we stopped the run yeah. game and Dak threw for threw for all those yards but you know again the Eagles fortunately on my side they made the last play of the game you know it's just it's just you know as you said the penalties and the back to back sacks killed you. you you can't you can't do that no you can't and. Listen, we got a we got a get right game against the Giants at home this week. Like, if we I don't did, win that, I said you sixty might. to nothing. <laughs> you sure that's a get right game or a here's the game? <laughs> that they're a mess. That uh, team. Before you came on, I was like, they're probably going to score seventy eight points. Oh my gosh! Like oh, that might I help our sorry. playoff seating. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if, if point differential becomes a thing. Getting the Giants twice, <laughs> that helps. Um, so do we. <laughs> but then we get uh, yeah, exactly. You get them at the end of the year. So you have like you have a tougher middle of the road schedule, right? Coming up, we have a cushy one, and then we end. So I think you get Miami and Buffalo at home. We go to both places. We are away for both those games, so that's tougher. And you went, and you went to San Fran, and we got San Fran at home. Yep. Yeah. So well, see, that was the difference between between the two teams this year. Whereas, like all the big tough games for the Eagles were at home, and all the ones for the Cowboys, they played them on the road, and that's that. That makes a big difference. 
Right. That's what, when, when people sit there and say you guys had the same schedule. I, said, yeah, we, well, I know we had the same schedule. Yeah, but you have Eagles to look at where more, they're at. Eagles got a little bit more of a cakewalk. I'm not going to sit there and lie. Like We have a lot of the hard games that you have at home. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> like, 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 again, as much as I like the break balls, I'm also a realist. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, huge. The only thing is that you got to play the first place schedule or play in the second place. So you guys get the Chiefs. We get the Chargers, you know. Um, so I mean, listen. Which I, I thought I thought the Chargers were going to actually going to give you guys a game, and it was not. <laughs> it was not. It was not a good game for the Chargers. I, mean, I thought Kellen Moore was going to have that revenge factor, and he was like AC Moore, the pink company. Yeah. I mean, I think it was only a three point game, so I would like to have won that by more. Um, but it was, it was, but Dallas really dominated. Like I, yeah. I know what you're saying. You want to, you want, you want to look at that score and be like, that should have been a 41 to 10 game, not a 21 to 18 game. Even though these were great on both sides of the ball and just, just played better. The one area that we've struggled most this season, and it's, I said it last week, we missed Zeke. The running game is not, it's not there. Like Pollard had a couple nice runs. I'll say that. I'm not going to completely shit on him. Uh, he had like one or two, like seven, eight uh, yard scampers. Um, he showed that burst, but I, I just think he thrived splitting carries evenly with a guy like Zeke. Like he just was fresher. Uh, um, listen, he got franchise tagged this year, you know, barring a finish of an MVP like performance, he's not going to get re signed unless he comes cheaper. Um, you know, I, I so we'll see. That's going to be a factor for us down the stretch. Is we need to run the ball better. We need, you know, no, you know, we need to run it more, and we need to run it more effectively. Do you think Dallas should get more carries? Who Daddle? Rico. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said Dallas. Do you think Dallas should get more carries? I'm like. Yeah, Dowdle, yeah. Um, I think he should, but the guy that really intrigues me is the fullback uh, tight end combination we got out of, like, North Dakota State. I forget his name. I've seen him a couple times. He flashed in the preseason. He's kind of like a do-it-all, but he's a heavy – he's a hard runner, and I think he could replicate that Zeke third and one, fourth and inches type deal on the goal line. Uh, so I'd like to see like all the backs get more, but Dowdle, yeah, he's earned more. And where Dowdle's really improved the last three games is pass protection. Hunter Luke. Yeah, that guy. Hunter Luke. Yeah. He he's six foot, two hundred thirty eight pounds. That's a big boy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I mean, listen, it, it's a long shot. I mean, you guys would have to drop to to get the division from you. You would have to lose three of the next four before you play us again. And I don't see right. that. I mean, Buffalo does not impress me. I mean, Buffalo is just like, especially on the road, like they're, they're just regressing. Miami shows they can only beat up on below 500 teams. I think the Niners are going to give you a battle, but once again, you get them at home. And I, I do think you lose to the, that Chiefs game. That's the one that's like I'm most confident in a loss coming from. But other than that, Seattle, are you Homer? Are you Homer away in Seattle? That one I don't remember. 
I, I think I, I think we're in Seattle. Yeah, okay. I'm looking it up right now. Come on, computer. I'm doing the same thing. So what do you think of, uh, you know, obviously I say it's a football play. We're in what do you Seattle. Think of, what do you think of Dallas Goddard's injury? It's a football play. I mean, there wasn't anything malicious. I didn't see a twist. Um, you know, he didn't put him in like an arm bar or anything. He just was trying to get him down. Goddard was obviously not going down as is, as is his job. To fight through that, but I don't. I didn't think that was malicious. Now, I'm not calling that a dirty play. Okay, I am now going to play a video for you of oh, your here we go. Dallas radio. Yeah, it's third and one at the 22. Is this going to be their quarterback sneak? It's going nice. under center, and yeah. they never go under center. Always yeah. look for something off of this, though. Something other well, than well, the yeah, they did that with Swift yeah. last week, but there's the push. And uh, it's close, but I think he got the first yeah. down. No, I don't think they've used it and not gotten it, have they? No, no. You know, Stephen Jones is on the competition committee, right? He's got to stand up in that room and say, we need to ban this. <laughs> He's not against we, it. We need to. No, you got to play Philly twice a year. you got to play Hurts. You might even see him a third time. You get up there and you say, this has got to be, this is not football. Right? Well, that's. My view, but I mean, they're in the division for goodness sake. First and 10 at the 24. Oh, what little crybaby bitches! Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm gonna leave the floor open for Mr. Greg and he can comment on his radio announcers. Go for it. No, listen, I said it last week. I'm not, I didn't think that the push push should be illegal. Just learn how to stop it, learn how to do it yourself. Um, Dallas, I think if they can. If Terrence Steele can, you know, get his head out of his ass or get healthy, whichever it is. <laughs> um, they got the personnel to do it. Dak's a big, strong guy. He can get that shit going. I said that before you got on. I said the Josh Allens, the Dax, and the Jalens. I, I I think they're strong enough to do it. It's it's I don't I don't understand Justin it. Justin Herbert. Really don't. I don't Justin Herbert's another one. Yeah, but I feel like Justin Herbert's always getting hurt. <laughs> It's the only reason I would hesitate with Justin Herbert. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, like, bigger QBs and big lines and big backs that can make it happen. So, I don't – yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I will say this. The other thing I wanted I, – I was impressed by was you guys – you bully a lot of people on the, both sides of the line. And not saying you obviously didn't win your battles. You did. But we were not bullied. And I couldn't believe. I was actually laughing my ass off. I don't know if you have the video because you have videos of everything. Uh, Kelsey getting in the face of Damone Clark and Clark not backing down. He is like half his size and he is just still right up in his face. Like he does not give. That guy should. Do you know his story, by the way, Damone Clark? No. What's up with him? So he started LSU. Would have been a first round pick. At the combine, it was a Dallas physician that actually uncovered a neck condition with him that he had to have like really risky surgery. We drafted him in the fifth round and now he's, he stepped up two years later as a big help with Van Der Esch out, but he would have been a first, first round pick coming out of LSU. Oh, wow. Did not know that. Wow. That's an interesting, that's an interesting story on him. 
How about that? I like it. I do too. So, <laughs> you know, and I just thought, like, you saw guys going at each other. You saw Parsons getting into it. You saw, obviously, Tank Lawrence. Um, you saw our tight ends not backing down off any your line defensive linemen. And it went both ways. I mean, it's it just we weren't intimidated. We walked into Philly not intimidated, and that was, I think, a big step for this team because the San Francisco game, we just got bullied all up and down the field on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Um, Do we even right. know what he was yelling at him for? Uh, yeah, I actually saw. So Kelsey was complaining about it taking uh, Clark too long to get off him. Oh, okay. And then he grabbed so he just him. He was yelling from, <laughs> from the ground. It was, yeah, it was probably from one of those stupid tush pushes. And he was on the ground, and Clark was on, you know, engaged, and it is what it is. But yeah. I think it happened twice, though. I think after the first one, they, they kind of had each other's uh, attention. Uh, see, I like that. That just that just makes uh, better rivalry right there. I love yeah. that. Hundred percent. It looked like a rivalry game. I mean, listen, it's the yeah, it's the biggest rivalry in the NFL. I don't give a shit. Like any other fan base can come and talk, but what's a bigger one than Cowboys Eagles? None. No, and you know, and you know what? It was the best game of the year. There's nothing anybody can sit there. It's it's all anybody talked about. It was the best game of the year. It delivered too. It had a lot of hype. Um, yep. Oh God! Did I tell you Again, guys? It came, because of where I live, it came down to the last. It came down to the last play of the game. Did I tell you guys from based on where I live? I had a, I had a, I got a buddy's uh, NFL ticket Sunday ticket login because Fox was showing the Raiders Giants in my area. Oh. <laughs> so oh I was I was gonna be heading to the bar for sure if I didn't get that figured out because there was no way I was sitting through that <laughs> shit and like just chalk oh. like checking my phone. Oh my god, that would have been terrible. Imagine having to sit at a sit at a bar so you could see another game of that mess that they put on. Oh god. Yeah, I mean there was no game on CBS too, and I thought with the Raiders being the AFC, they could have put tossed that shit over to CBS. Right, right, right. Oh man, but that's terrible. It was like only Northern New Jersey and New York City that had the problem. Every other area of the country got that game. That's that's weird. That doesn't That's make not- sense. No, it didn't. Uh, Got to figure it out. <laughs> He's like, thank you for that login. <laughs> no, I listen. I, I do the same thing. So, um, what else we want to talk about with that game? You know, what do you, you know, obviously we talked about the three trips inside the 10. You know what? I'll let you talk about the officiating. Shoemaker was interfered with, 100%. But I'm not letting that be the excuse we lost the game. We lost the game because, as Chris, you said before, penalties, back-to-back sacks, any one of those things that we had our own control over would have won us the game. So were the refs dog shit? Yes, but they've been dog shit in many games this year. That's nothing new. We just saw... What was the game that happened? Uh, it was literally a sack in, in the game. Someone got sacked. I forget what, what game it was last week. Someone got sacked, legitimately sacked, and they called it a pass, uh, roughing the passer. The, the guy literally got sacked. 
Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I definitely saw that happen. <coughs> was it? I forget who yeah, it was. was. Was it Tennessee Pittsburgh? <coughs> Maybe something. I don't know. Something's telling me that it was in Washington that had to do with the Washington game. Someone got sacked. I don't think. But anyway, but I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Like, it's a clear, it's like plain as day. The guy, like, he doesn't even attempt to throw the ball and he gets hit and he goes down and he called it roughing the passer. I was like, are you kidding me? It was a game I watched. So that's why I'm thinking it might have been the Thursday night game because I was just home watching that. Um, Maybe. It could have been one of the 1 p.m. Uh... Oh, wait. It wasn't the Chiefs Dolphins game, was it? No, no. No. Who did Washington play? I mean, I don't even pay attention to them, but should, I guess. A little bit. It was uh, – who was it? It was uh, – they played New England. Mac Jones. Okay, so that definitely was not the game because I watched very little of that game. I basically – that was at 1 o'clock, right? So I had Red Zone on to my house. Right. Um, so let me, let me pull up last I, I I got the video for you. You're going to like it. it. Give it a second. But yeah, like like th- these penalties are just getting out of hand. Like you, you can't, you know, like the penalty on Dak on the roughing the passer. Like it's just, it's out of hand anymore. Like, you know, it, it doesn't make sense. You know, but my thing is this. All right, so you go back to the roughing the passer. They called the roughing the passer on the Eagles with Dak. Fine. What what it was? It wasn't it wasn't a penalty. It gets called. That that gets called all the time. And I know he got pushed into him, but Demarcus Lawrence hitting Jalen Hurts' knees, that's called 97% of the time. Whether it was his fault or the lineman's fault, that's always called, and that just wasn't called. It just goes to show you. Like, we can sit there and say that the officials were this, the officials were that, but it was it was just terrible all around. Yeah, well, that's yeah. my point. It's, and it's been bad all year. Uh, I mean, yeah. The, listen, if these guys are tasked with safety, number one, okay, you play that piece of shit video you put together on your TikTok uh, with Dak <laughs> over and like landing on his fucking head. He probably should have ended up in the concussion protocol or checked out for a concussion after that if they're doing their job. They're like, now nah, you're good. Here yeah. you go. Here, 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 here's the I don't want to hear any more shit about safety concerns. If you let him like literally get like tombstoned. Uh, this is the rough in the passer <laughs> penalty. And I don't see the call. Mac Jones has the ball in his hands and he takes him down for a sack. Okay, so it was Washington. All right. That was terrible call. That was yeah. absolutely that was terrible. This was also how about this? This was awesome. To throw it again. Four-man pressure. Hurts going deep for the end zone. Devontae Smith has got it. Touchdown, Philadelphia. He looked out of bounds. <laughs> what, did Ra- <laughs> what did Ryan say? Illegal catching? Yeah, illegal catching. <laughs> <laughs> looked out of bounds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a – listen, and that's – that throw isn't being talked about enough. Like, you know, you can sit there, you know, like Deron Bland did everything. It was, yeah, Deron Bland, he was in perfect position to just. He was. Know, not, 
Like, you know, that guy with the three, four pick sixes this year, he just wasn't given the opportunity there. And like I said, you know, and, you know, it's, you know, it's, uh, CD Lamb had 11 catches for 191 yards. You know, he's hands, he's hands, you know, this, this ends the debate about who's better, him or AJ Brown. And you're just like, what? Like, this is why I got a 12 hour ban on Twitter on Monday. Like, 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 shut up. Like, listen, they're both great players. Let's just, as, as much as we want to sit there and shit talk it, let's just enjoy the rivalry. Because like I said, you know, the NFL got exactly what it needed. This, it, it was almost as great as the Super Bowl. Like how good, you know, with the, with, with the, the back and forth and everything else. And I just still find it funny that fans hate Sirianni, and I love it. I, I think it's it. hysterical. Um, like, I don't know what's kind of funny. I mean, and you know my feelings on 75% of the Dallas Cowboy fan base. They, uh, it's, the same, it's the same way we feel about the Eagles fan base. So I was <laughs> laughing my ass off, and I went after – I'm surprised I didn't get a, a Facebook ban on Sunday during the dead game because there's that idiot Uncle Fester-looking shithead um, in one of the groups. That narrows it down. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a bunch of them. I'm going um, to say it's a guy by the name of Rich Bridge. No, Uncle it was, Fester. It was Chris. That, Peterson. Oh, it was Chris. That's Peterson. who I was. Oh, um, I was going. I, that's a good one, though, uh, Eric. Yeah, you'll, but, you'll have to get a picture of him and send it to him. At halftime, all right. So Jalen got his knee knocked around, right? And yeah. if I'm not mistaken, we were up 17-14 at half. Yep. So he starts posting about how, hey, we don't need this game. Get Jalen out of there. You know, we're still going to win the division. Like, just start. Why the hell? What kind of fan does that? Idiots. Like, like. I feel idiots. If he's hurt, if he's legitimately hurt, yes. Don't have him, you know, var, you know, you know. <clears throat> Uh, Bud Kilmer is nay, but uh, <laughs> you leave Lantarbar alone. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, uh, like just stupidity shit like that. But listen, it, at the end of the day, it was a great game. I was happy overall with the with the play of you know the team, um, and it was close. It was competitive. It was a classic Cowboys-Eagles game. So you can't ask for anything more outside of, obviously, the W uh, and clean up our mistakes. But, you know, both teams made mistakes. So that that is what it is. You guys uh, deserve to win. So, um, and then, and then obviously, last week, you we all know, I killed him. I fucking killed him. Excuse my French. And then he does this shit. Weapon at that tight end position. Give it to Gainwell, right side. Who gets through. Gainwell to the end zone, leaping in the air. For the touchdown. I talked so much shit on him. <laughs> you both did. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't I agreed with you going into it. But really funny if he lifted up his jersey and said a, a t-shirt and said, fuck you, Lay Hip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I listened to the Philly yeah. Philly podcast. I, I uh, wish I had that poll. Um uh, and then yeah. uh, so so uh, there's a lot of scrutiny on the last play. I have it up and I'm gonna play it in a minute. Um, about the receivers just standing there and not going towards CD 
you know, like, look, I think they're talking about Gallup and Ferguson. Here's the play. All or nothing. Prescott dancing around. Just going to throw in the end zone. His catch is made by Lamb, but he's short. The Eagles will win it. Now, do you sit there and think that they should have, like, came out into the end zone and looked for the pitch? I don't know. I There's five Eagles around them. Like, they didn't have time. They were in the end zone. They were where they were supposed to be. And that's all right. You put that a little bit on Dak. Like, okay, maybe toss it over the end zone line because, you know, they were guarding that. Um, right. And the way – I mean, shit, the way Ferguson's been playing, I, he was a great – now, I think he felt C.D. Lamb was, like, destined for a touch game-winning touchdown in this game with, you know – which, and that that play, if you think about it, that would put him over what two hundred and thirty. Oh no, that was the, no, he caught it. Yeah, he would have probably ended up with like one hundred and ninety-five. Yeah, almost two hundred yards. So, but yeah. I think if you you have to put that ball in the end zone, um, it, it, you don't know, like a deflection, it could you could just complete it, a penalty. Yeah, like, um. At that point, what, what do you got to lose? <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think those guys showed lack of effort by not running back to CD and, like, pushing them. They didn't have any fucking time. Right. Like, they were, so, I mean, a good six, seven feet away. They're turning around, and he's tackled. So. so I, I Here's another clip. I'm one in seven in my fantasy league. Hey, hey. So you want these? I don't want them. I stink. <laughs> I've seen that one. <laughs> oh, I'm one in seven in my fantasy, and I'm just doing terrible. Um, but obviously, you have a. Oh, he's got his Michelob Ultra. You have your. Um, you got the Giants. No, I stink this week. too. Hmm. You got the Giants this week, and uh, like I said, it's. I think the last I saw the spread was fourteen. It's that low? That was the last I saw. It's 16 and a half. I don't care if that's 30. I'm taking it. Um, and probably adding Especially, like alternative points in DraftKings to get make some more money. Put it this way. The money line is plus 800 for the Giants to win. <laughs> so if you have a boost, so if you have a boost... On Fanduel, yeah, it's probably like it's probably like a plus twelve hundred to win, and you know that's. But we sit there and say, this and listen. I don't think Dallas is going to lose. I don't think Dallas is going to sweat. I think Cooper Rush will be in by the fourth quarter. But if this turns into a dog fight, oh Jesus Christ! Social media is going to blow up. It's going to blow up. Oh, well, listen. Um, but I again, think I think I think, number I, one. Uh, pick of Survivor Leagues this year, if you still got them to use. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm out. I think I picked the Chargers, and they got smoked in, like, week two. But, yeah, no, it's a good pick. If you have Dallas, it's a good pick. I have them left in one league, and I'm going to use that. I'm still in um, – well, the one we brought into two weeks ago, uh, but I'm still in two original season-long Survivors, which – Wow. But yeah, I have Dallas left in one, and I'm like, yeah, all right, that's that's lucky, because I'm always <laughs> hesitant to take my team in Survivor. Yeah, especially in a division game. Yeah, 
Um, but yeah, looking ahead, I mean, listen, we we better go three and zero. Giants at home. Washington on Thanksgiving. Oh no, I'm sorry, at Carolina, then Washington at Thanksgiving. Washington is such a such a weird team. You don't know which one you're going to get. Right. But they play um, really. They really. They play, obviously they play two good games against us, and then they played a complete game against um, New England, who's got a decent defense. Their quarterback stinks, but you know, can they put it together against the against the NFC East rival? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy we get the Seahawks at home. They're a different team on the road. I mean, they just got blasted this week by the Ravens. Oh God! Uh, the Ravens seem to do that Jesus to NFC Christ. teams. I mean, they, they really do. It, it's I think their record now with that win. I think it was impressive the week before. I forget who they beat on. I think oh they beat on Detroit, and then yeah. they go and do it to Seattle. And it's just if you look at the Ravens with Lamar Jackson's record versus NFC teams for the first time, it's like seventeen and one now. Yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous. Um, but listen, that's another team who you're right. It's 17 and one. I just looked it up. Yeah. So uh, so um, we all got we all got the Giants losing to Dallas. So I'm not even going to ask if anyone's picks. <laughs> who does Washington have this week? Are they at a bye? Uh, let's see. No, I don't. I don't think they have a bye. They play. They have the Seahawks at Seattle. Okay. So. So that's a huge game too, because like I said, if they win, they're five and five, and Seattle's five and four. So that wild card picture is, you know, what it, what is what did the Cowboys have? Three losses, three, yeah, uh, yeah. Five so and these, three. These, these, yeah, so these teams are creeping up on that. You know, you know, these are games that Dallas has to handle. Yeah, um, I mean, listen. I, we're going to have to go there. I think the last game of the season, we're in Washington again, um, but we get them at home. We are undefeated at home this year. And I also, I think we're like nine and nine and oh, in our last like nine home games dating back to last year. So that was actually a trend that I'm, I'm pretty happy McCarthy reversed. I, I, Garrett, for whatever reason, they were, they, those Cowboys were terrible at home. It made no sense. Whether it was the schedule, the routine, they were just better on the road. And that takes back to the yeah. Romo days. It's not even uh, like a Dak thing. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah, you lost. Your losses are all away. Cardinals, 49ers, Eagles, and the Eagles. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's, that's impressive. <laughs> so, I mean, listen, we'll yeah, see. Well, we got to go three and zero in this next game leading up to you guys. Yeah. That's it. I got. I got two last videos for you. Here's my boy. You know what he's saying? Tennessee picked up the fucking phone again. That's why he's celebrating. <laughs> I'll take it. And then my last my my last one for you.
You sent that shit I'll get- on Sunday already. I, I know. Threw my phone I had that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, I'll, I'll have one for Dallas if they beat the Eagles. Because, yeah, that's that's yeah, what I'll, I'll 14, come right? something to share. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's. And, uh, Dude, that, that's a packed weekend for me. I got uh, my 20-year high school reunion that Saturday night. I have to drive down to Virginia that Sunday for a week-long work trip. So I'll be watching uh, that game somewhere down there with coworkers, which is going to be really, Ooh. really enlightening, them seeing me watch a Cowboys game for the first time. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a Sunday night game, right? It's a Sunday night. That's why they didn't flex this. Everyone's like, why did they flex this to Sunday? Because it literally the next one is Sunday night football. You can't have both. Right. Yeah, um, it was Sunday night football anyway. It was Bengals, it was, Bills. Bengals trounced them. Man, yeah. the game. That that team. Whew, that team is gonna be scary. <laughs> Damn, they, always are, they always start slow. Um Put I, Jamar I, I chases was, or good. I got T. Higgins. It'll be time for him to step the fuck up. In three leagues. I got Tyler Boyd. <laughs> okay. Oh. So. But let Tyler right, Boyd not you know. You're already one in seven, Chris. Just just give up on the season. Let me get my T. Higgins points. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, this little okay. ass hat. All right. Well, as always, thanks for joining. Um, we always, man. You know, the good sports that you know, you can be. Um, and then I will do this again in a couple of weeks. And I'm not even going to say good luck because if you don't win by 16 and a half, <laughs> the league's fixed. Knocking <laughs> <laughs> on wood. Unless there's like six injuries. I think we need six injuries to not cover that spread. I'm going to say you could probably line Martavis Bryant up at right tackle and you'll still win. Oh God! Yeah, I don't understand that signing at all. Real quick, he's like he hasn't played in the league since 2018. We looked it up. Yeah, and he's not getting playing. He's like flunking out of like Canadian football leagues. Like I get it. Like you said, it's a practice squad body, but like there wasn't anybody else available. Anybody? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, he's not getting elevated. He's not playing this week. Um, I hope. I mean, hopefully, he doesn't see the field. Hopefully, you know, he's just, I mean, a practice. Listen, if, Martavis Bryant, if Martavis Bryant sees a field, it's because you're up by 38 points on a team. Yeah, that, that I'm okay with it. So, so all right, guys. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for having me on. Have Take a good it night. easy, pal. See you. Go, birds. Go, boys. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else to add? Nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I just enjoy it. Dallas fans with the refs. <laughs> I'm going to find a reason to play that every every week. Oh, God. That's awesome. I love that. I do. I love that. All right, people. Thanks for joining us. Um, you know what? We'll end it with the uh, with the Eagles hype video. There we go. Thanks for joining us, people. You can describe your emotion. You either win or you learn. 
That's how I feel. You either win or you learn. We know what's at stake. We had to start all over and build this thing again. And last year was last year. Let's focus on the team that we got right now. There is a huge, huge mountain in front of us. Think about today. Because if you don't handle business every single day, it ain't gonna matter how much talent we have in here. That's a mindset we gotta have. Every single day, what am I doing to get better? How are we gonna be the best in the world at what we do? We're prepping our minds, we're prepping our bodies. This season's a marathon. It's all about the energy we bring every single day. You gotta live that, you gotta believe that, you gotta feel that. One, two, three. The best teams win. Not the best group of individuals win. The best teams win. If you want to fly fast, fly.